In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing. If you're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough. Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm a sheep man, and I'm Evan. I'm what looks like a, a sheep man, but is really just a monstrous uh, mutant with a zipper covering up all their organs. I'm Ronnie. If you can tell by those introductions, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows that have only lasted for a single season. We are currently covering MTV's Clone High, but before we get into that, I've got a bit. A bit, a bit, a bit, What's a bit. What's the bit? If you could speak to a teenaged high school clone of yourself, what advice would you give them? Are they currently in high school? Yes, they're a clone of you in high school. So in, like, the modern world, like, in the year of, the year of our Lord 2019, this clone of ours is currently in high school. Yep. All right. Um... I would say stop doing all the activities that I think are totally going to get me a free ride to scho- to college on scholarships, because uh, cause that shit don't pan out. <laughs> just just go do hood rat things with your friends instead, I would say. Hell yeah. In those words, exactly. Yeah. And then they would understand that you were referencing a meme from several right. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that was a meme? Yeah. I just want to do hood rat shit with my friends. Oh. I just did hood rat shit in high school, so I didn't. I was not aware there was a meme. There was about like it. a nine year old kid who stole a car or something like that. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I say stole a car. Yeah. Like took his, their parents. His or aunt yeah. like left the keys in it or something. Yeah, but that's yeah. rad. Yeah. But his explanation was, move. I just wanted to do hood rat things with my friends, and it's like, yeah, respect. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. What about um, you, Evan? Uh, I would have just told my high school self to transition. And like accept who you are. That's good advice. It would have saved That's... me a lot of mental anguish throughout college and the years after college. Yeah. I would tell myself that there are no consequences and you'll never ever actually get in trouble for anything. Also, you're gay. That too. <laughs> but specifically the first thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would change how I came out. Um, I think I played the best hand that I could given my situation. So I don't think I'd tell myself to come out. I think I I needed to go on that journey and, and come to realize it in the way that I did. So I don't think I would tell myself, Hey, you're, you're hella queer. Um, I would just tell myself that there are no consequences and you'll never, ever get in trouble for anything you do. It's a bold statement. Cause Mm -hmm. I, I, I never did. For all the shenanigans I did in high school and college, and I was always scared about getting in trouble despite doing those shenanigans, I never did. Mm-hmm. And there were there were a few pranks that I wish I had pulled off, and I didn't because I was scared. Gotta love that white privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real handy. <laughs> Wear it like mm-hmm. a badge of honor. That white socially perceived as male privilege. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It. W- yeah. High school. <laughs> high school. Right. Am I mm-hmm. right? Those days. Oh. High school was garbage. Let's talk high about this. Sucks. Let's talk about this high school garbage show. Garbage question mark show? Is it? Let's decide. Um, 
<laughs> Why don't you recap first before yeah. we decide whether or not the show is? Garbage? I was trying to do it. I was trying to do a transition. I was doing my best. You've already done that. Oh. Uh. So we watched episodes four, five, and six of Clone High. In episode four, Abraham Lincoln, or rather, remember, just as I for the audience, when I'm referring to these people, they're the clones of these people. That's the premise of the show. <laughs> Good so. rule of thumb. Uh, Abraham Lincoln organizes a student film festival because uh, Joan of Arc is real into artsy filmmaking and um, Cleo's into it because she's vain and um, Gandhi's into it because he wants to make an action film and JFK's into it because he wants to cast hot babes I guess. Joan of Arc makes this like very abstract art film about how she's in love with Abe Lincoln and decides not to submit it to the contest and it gets submitted to the contest anyway but um it's so artsy and abstract that no one understand understands what it's about and she's like oh no my soul has been laid bare it was so obvious what that film was about and everybody's like uh so she thinks that everyone knows that she loves Abe Lincoln but nobody actually knows episode 5 um, it's the SATs episode, except they call them the PXJTs, which I don't know what that stands for, but it's the SATs episode. Abraham Lincoln is, as is the ongoing thread, is trying to win over Cleopatra as Joan of Arc pines after him while he's oblivious to that. Cleopatra is, like, having him help her study with the abstract promise of, like, them getting to hang out if he helps her. And so he's running himself ragged to, like, bring her lattes and, like, read her textbooks and stuff like that. He starts to kind of go crazy and, like, hallucinate from sleep deprivation. And everybody has to help him realize that this is very, very bad for him. Um, Also, there's, like, a B-plot where Gandhi decides that school is too difficult and he wants to be a trucker. Episode 6, Joan wants to be on the basketball team at Clone High, but they don't allow girls or animals, which factors into the plot, I guess. Um, So Joan puts on a fake mustache and uses a dude name and joins the basketball team. Abe Lincoln is also on the basketball team, and she's better at it than him, and he's like, you know toxic masculinity ing and is like oh this guy's better than me at basketball and also because cleopatra is like develops a crush on this poorly disguised joan of arc in a mustache and it's a very shakespearean like gender bamboozle plot thing where she's in love with joan who's disguised as a man who's in love with abe who thinks she's a man and then there's a b-plot where gandhi and genghis khan like become friends with the mascot of the the other school which is genetically engineered superhuman high and their mascot is like a weird mutant thing and it becomes their friend and it eats some people's arms and stuff it's real it's very <laughs> it's real something it's, it's a something. thing yeah so that's what got happens some, got some real ren and stimpy gross out humor in that yeah yeah, in the... Some body horror. It's really it's really bit. gross. A little bit. All right, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The We watched three very short, which is great, 
three mm-hmm. short episodes of uh, of MTV's Clone High. And you know I've got to ask you, uh, Andy. Yeah, Ronnie. These three episodes of 2003's Clone High, did they work for you? Nope. I I did not want to watch them, and I could not care while they were on. All right. Yup. That's that's definitive. Which I'll give you credit. You rarely are that definitive. I'm, so I'm I, rare, I, I, I rarely take a stand on ending pending. Yeah, and, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. These three episodes of MTV's Clone High, did they work for you? I'm a little up in the air about it. There's still bits in there that I thought were kind of funny. Um, overall, I guess... I guess not really. I, like, I... These ones I had sort of a harder time remembering and figuring out what was going on than even the first three, which were also kind of absurdist. Um, the only reason that they're trackable is that they're kind of following, uh, like, high school archetype, like, pre-made scripts. So, like, they're very easy to follow. But, like, the premise is just so odd that I'm still not... I'm not, I'm not quite sure I'm, like, I'm into it. So... Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a no. Not a not a aggressive no, just a eh. Hey Ronnie. Hey yeah. Uh these three episodes of Clone High, did they work for you? Yeah, they really did. I really I loved I love this show. I'm a big fan. I'm it's glad very you're funny to me. it, Ronnie. I am They're definitely they're definitely bits that did me a good chuckle, for sure. Yes. I, so I'm not like I'm not criticizing you for liking these ones the way we criticize you I for liking some that. things. Yeah, that that would be shitty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Ronnie, we're, we're shitty. Babe. We it's we okay. love you very much, even when you oh, have opinions we, that we don't understand. I I appreciate it. Um, let's let's get into it and let's talk about what makes these three episodes of Clone High work for us, and I guess primarily me. Um, Um, One thing that I think we can all get on board with, I don't think it's revealed until episode six, the the teen diner that they all hang out at is called the Grassy Knoll. That's... I did not notice that. It's it's like a... Yeah. It's a two-second little, like, clip to the, like, the establishing shot of the sign, and it's called the grassy knoll, and I am I am a big fan. That's very funny. I thought the genetically engineered superhuman high being their their rival school was very funny. Yes. Um, yes. I I also like the sort of the through line with the principal and the butler tron and the shadowy organization. The the what's it called? The secret board of shadowy figures. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that little bit sprinkled in. Yeah. That's because the the principle is very absurd. And Mr. Butlertron mm-hmm. is just a good boy who I like very much. He's the best uh, boy. <laughs> he's the best boy. Um, Yeah, I do. I do appreciate how I've never seen a show take itself so aggressively not seriously, I guess. Like mm-hmm. they're they're very determinedly lampooning everything that overlaps with the show in any kind of a way, like the secret board of shadowy figures and the genetically engineered superhuman 
school and the mm-hmm. uh Gandhi's parents are Jewish. <laughs> like for for what it's worth, it's it's a show that knows what it's about. There were so many like good references and I agree they they could definitely go further with them but like they they mention at the uh, during the film festival that uh something about how uh, mother teresa's got a slasher teen sex horror film oh, yeah <laughs> that wants to be submitted um there's there's shitty thomas edison who runs like the av department in the in the mm-hmm. theater and is just like an asshole to to joan which you know Thomas Edison is historically an asshole, so that that pans out. At one point, uh, Gandhi stands on the table and says, "If there's one thing Mahatma Gandhi stands for, it's revenge." It's just, it's just good yeah, stuff. I, I just this this show it almost exists solely as a framework for them to like make jokes like that. You know, like. We have these jokes about historical figures that we've been thinking up since college and they don't actually make sense together in any way. Let's just create a show so that we can drop these like Marie Curie jokes in there or whatever. And maybe that's why like something like this doesn't maybe hold as much water for y'all. Like if this was today, this would be a Tumblr account. This would be just Mm -hmm. like a Twitter account of like, clone high of just like Abe Lincoln did this just like joke 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 and I and I I I don't mind it in the animated form that it is in I'm not sure how I feel about JFK's interracial gay dads because not great like it was clearly played for laughs so like in I, I don't think I there's any like, malice. I don't think there's any malice in this show as far as like gay people. I don't know if they were trying. I think they were trying and they just didn't quite get there. And they were like trying to be like funny in an irreverent way rather than funny in a mocking way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but they're like, they're kind of on the fence. Like they're, they're very close to doing something like outright offensive again, not necessarily that they're intending to, but it's just like, yeah, it's, it's a little weird with all of the, the foster parents of the clones. Mm-hmm. Cause like the clones themselves, like there is no shortage to the amount of comedy and jokes you can milk out of that. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to make a show about celebrities, but it is not going to be about the celebrities wink or, or historical figures wink. Um, but then they add in these just like regular people and it's like like even like Gandhi's parents are like super stereotypically Jewish. And like, I guess that's like the joke because Gandhi is such like a devout religious character of another mm-hmm. faith in, mm-hmm. in not, not character, human being. Um, mm-hmm. And so to 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 give him Jewish parents is is haha, funny, I guess. But it's just like it's so over the top. Um I just it, it it doesn't add anything to the to the to the show for me. It doesn't sure. add anything to the plot, which is weird to say for this show that doesn't really have much of a plot. But it's it's very difficult to analyze a show that's this like it's extremely MTV is what it is. Yeah. Um, it's extremely 2002 think, MTV. And I think one of the things we can look at there is is one of the things that really holds up for me about this show 
It does a great job of being just an off the wall absurdist comedy, but it also really parodies and echoes a lot of like the teen drama of the day of like the Dawson's Creeks and the OC and and shows like that where you can see like the the com- comedic dramatic bits they're trying to hit the, the 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 moments they have of of kind of staring out over the water and having a heart to heart with this robot butler like i think some of you know what we might perceive as being just nonsensical unnecessary sometimes offensive stuff might be just callbacks to the ridiculousness of like the extreme sappy teen dramas that were on at the time because mm-hmm. even like the like the next time on Clone High, like it 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 feels like they're definitely yeah. trying to do something like that, and it might be lost on me because I didn't watch Degrassi, I didn't watch you know any of those uh, those teen shows. I did not either, but even I just through cultural osmosis can tell that there's definitely some Degrassi spoofs in there. You yes, know? yes, I, I I like the whole um, the whole arc that Gandhi goes on. In episode five, where he is that with the ghost? Yeah, the trucker ghost. I liked the ghost. Uh, there's my yeah. positive. I thought the yeah. ghost was was funny. It was a terrific bit of like Gandhi wants to become a trucker, and the trucker uh, teaches him the like. Oh, you know, if we're gonna be going to you know meet this desperate housewife at five o'clock, and we're traveling down Chicago at forty five miles, and like makes him learn how to take tests, and it's it's clear what's going on, but they just keep stringing it along, stringing it along, till at the end we realize that it's his name is Doug Prep Course. But Doug Prepcourse died 50 years ago. And it's, it's, it's just, it, it was for, for Gandhi, who is generally like the heel of this show for me, it was a nice moment of just like, I want to be a trucker. And also, I'm going to learn about multiple choice test taking because that's what's going on in this just buck wild show. Reed. Hey, Brittany. Hey, all of you out there in podcast land. This is What You Call It. A podcast about life, liberty, and the pursuit of nerdiness. Here's what people are saying about it. Oh, have you heard of the What You Call It? Hey, that, that is my favorite podcast it is right now. so good. It is better than a tater tot hot dish. Well, I can't believe that for a second. You know, it's one of those big Midwest fancy things. A Midwest fancy? Thing? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but okay, yeah, that's but what yeah. it is. <laughs> you're gonna love it, though. Oh, you're have, just gonna love have it. Have you heard Brittany talk about being from California? Oh, have you heard Reed talk about being from the Midwest? Well, I never. And for crying in the soup, for would you just listen to the, the show? Soup. Don't take their word. Take a listen to the show. Yeah, blah, blah. We're the show. And remember, folks, your belly button is your old mouth. Listen. From LunarLightStudio.com. Annie, you can talk about bad stuff if you want. Yeah, we can we can go into what's not great. It's not funny. You don't think so? It's a comedy, and I I didn't laugh once these three episodes. Not even a little bit. I didn't laugh once. 
I think the funniest thing to me was the the trucker bit, but even that didn't get a laugh out of me. So I mean, not to be a downer, this show just didn't hit for me. It just it was these three yeah. episodes were a big old miss, and I, like, and like I don't. Yeah. It's hard for me to like point out specific negatives for a comedy because to me it's just not funny and it's trying to be funny and like how do I how do you critique that other than being like oh I don't I don't like that comedian like they don't make me laugh like it's not necessarily like I can point out like to some people like oh well like Dane Cook's an asshole or uh, Louis C.K. is you know a literal jackass but like for clone high it's just like oh it's just not funny Hmm. yeah i it it just hit for me a lot uh a lot better than it hit for you i'm not saying you're wrong it just for me it just i wasn't i wasn't laughing i was i was like why am i watching this Maybe next week on the Maybe very special week. episode of Clone High, it'll make me laugh. <laughs> but this week, yeah, yeah, all three, all three missed. Um, boy, no, nothing, womp, nothing womp. puts nothing puts yeah, the brakes like- <laughs> on the podcast more than just Whoops, rejecting the premise cannot- of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, was there anything that didn't work for you, Ronnie? And then maybe we'll, you know, we can, we can. I mean, I, 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 it is amazing how polar opposite I feel to Andy. Like there's, there's shit where it's like, it's kind of ableist when it talks about the, uh, the blind grandfather of Joan of Arc and it's complicated. Like they could have really done something with JFK being like a 12th night situation where, or she's the man where JFK is attracted to a woman who's he thinks is a man and and they could have done something with that. Yeah, I just want I want more out of this show. Like I feel like they really don't lean into what they could be with the historical figures still. Like I feel like they're not quite hitting the fact that Abe is a clone of Abraham Lincoln. I feel like most of the situations Abe gets in on the show could just be a random high schooler. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing that defines Abe as Abraham Lincoln. Like, swap that character out, put another character in, and the show's exactly the same. Um, I would agree with you that Abe and Cleopatra are probably the most generic. I think Joan of Arc is pretty good. And, uh... Eh. I th- she had one episode where she thought she was talking to God. What else about her is like Joan of Arc and especially Gandhi. Like, I feel like they've really dropped the ball with Gandhi and the shit they could be doing there. I don't know why, why make a show about the clones of these historical figures in high school if they don't lean into the fact that it's clones of historical figures in high school. I feel like at least for Gandhi, it is the contrast between show Gandhi and historical Gandhi is so severe that it's it's that that's the joke that is the you know that that is them playing into it whenever he does something shitty or does something that is very un-Gandhi like it's it's that's the gag um yeah again it's not like you know family guy or south mm-hmm. park 
which is just like mean, bad, uncomfortable joke after mean, bad, uncomfortable joke. It's not Bob's Burgers either, though. Like Bob's Burgers no, is no, so good, not. so pure. No. Bob's Burgers is so yeah. good. It's it's like adult humor, but uh, like you know, positive, well, uplifting, like rude but woke humor right. in Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, we cannot blame everything, and I'm not defending anything on 2003, but, sure. you know, Bob's Burger is something very much of its time, and hopefully Bob, if Bob's Burger was made 10 years beforehand, it still would have been that good. This just being of the climate of early South Park, of early Family Guy, of Beavis and Butthead, um, I, I just appreciate the steps that it seems like it was taking at that time to give us something today like not not to say that it is a pioneer for Bob's Burgers or anything like that but to to you know make that charge and and even if it misses the mark sometimes it's uh you know way I I would have much in 2003 been preferred to watching this than anything else that was on like it that's probably legit I probably would have enjoyed it in 2003 also I was 12 into I mean this is not like this is not a dunk on the show, but I was 12 or 13, depending on what part of the year in 2003. I would have thought it was yeah. edgy and cool. And also, like right. you're saying, Ronnie, it was very much a product of its time, I think. so. Was Joan of Arc disguising herself with the mustache to join the basketball team supposed to be similar to like Joan of Arc donning armor and like leading an army? I believe it was. Okay, so they got two Joan of Arc things. I'll give that to you, Evan. I was going to bring that up. It did not, like, it did not bubble to the surface of my brain in that long pause after you asked, but then as soon as we started talking, I was like, oh, shit, but the thing where she did the gender bending. Also, just in general, she's, like, rebellious, and she's, like, she's an artist, so she's, like, a visionary, you know, like, she, she... does all that very abstract filmmaking and stuff. I don't know. I want more. I, I like, I, I feel like, I feel like the vast majority of characters in the show are not, do not to me feel like they're actually doing the bit and could be replaced with any other character. I really like these episodes. I don't know how to like, to like tweak this now to like, come back around and 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 uh talk about it's that's the long and short of it is i just found it funny i laughed this out is, loud several times this might be the the most divisive show we've had because normally it's uh me and andy on one side of the fence and ronnie on the other side of the fence but now andy is firmly over one direction it's, i'm kind of in the middle and it, ronnie is it, way it's over reverse there. black it's donnelly's divi- yeah it's divisive because somebody agrees with me. <laughs> That's yeah. very contra- it's very controversial. Hey, hey, you all y'all y'all shat on me for four episodes of Black Donnelly's, which was perfect. I listen, I, I, I created some headcanons. I, I, I decided why the show could be good. But yeah, it's I don't know. Jokes aren't hitting me. I don't know what else to Fair. say. Uh, what clone? What clone of a famous character would you like to see in a television show? I'm just curious. This is not. This is not a bit. If I could clone a a human, and are are they going to high school? Like, or yeah. are they just hanging out? 
like in the in the concept of this show if you were oh if i could somebody. if i could put a historical figure into the show who would i put mm-hmm. um i don't know probably a historical figure i hate uh can they still be alive i mean i guess they are clones they're not like reincarnations or something Rick McCallum is who I would put in. I don't know who that is. He was the producer of the prequel trilogy, and he's the reason why it's terrible and awful. <laughs> and and I love the prequel trilogy, so like, don't at me. Uh, I'm a fan of Menace Stan, but uh, Rick McCallum is why the bad stuff that's in the prequels is in there. I love that. That is like. That's a celebrity to you in your world. That is like mm-hmm. a historical. He is a historical figure, figure to me. <laughs> but also, that is a good answer of not just like somebody who's like around. It's like somebody who really had a an impact on uh, on the culture. Yeah, like, fuck that guy by screwing up the trilogy, the prequel trilogy. That was his impact on history. Evan, who would you put in this show? Mansa Musa, maybe. I don't know how you'd clone him, but. Goodness, y'all, y'all are the who the best fuck is that? People. The richest guy yeah. who ever lived. That was King Solomon. Uh, no, <laughs> incorrect. Uh, no, it was King Solomon. It's in Second Kings. Mansa Musa was so rich that when he uh, went on a pilgrimage to Mecca, he crashed the economies of several neighboring kingdoms by distributing so much gold. Uh, King Solomon built the Lord's Temple. <laughs> He built a house for the Ark of the Covenant. Okay, but it was only like this big. This dude crashed the economy of several... Ki- he he totally devalued gold because he had so much of it. He was just like, his slaves had gold sticks. You know what that shows? Hmm. That shows a lack of wisdom. You know who was really wise? <laughs> um, King Solomon. I didn't actually so, say so- Mansa Musa was wise. I said he was the richest dude who ever lived. So it sounds like you want King Solomon to be who they clone and put on Clone High. No, I want to- I, want, I want Rick McCallum. Just fuck him. <laughs> and he deserves to be on this bad show that I don't think is funny. Stop, stop. A show you don't think is funny. I don't I don't wanna I, I, I think this is a good show. And this is a good time to decide to talk about it here. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it, Andy. Yeah, right. Are all all six episodes of MTV's Clone High. Are the, is this is it working for you? That's that's a really tough question. I yeah. I'm real. Think real, about it real, real good. You real don't want to. You hmm. don't want to say things that are real. You know, def, definitive without having no, a lot I'm, of thought behind it. I'm pretty fucking done with this show. I'm I'm dreading no. watching next week. That's going to make for a fun next couple of episodes for the rest of us. Evan. Yeah, well, you and I are going to have to carry the show. Andy's not willing to engage in the discourse. I am engaging in the discourse. We've been talking for 42 minutes or something. Evan. I don't know about you, Ronnie, but my back hurts from carrying this podcast. (laughs) These six episodes of Clone High, are they working for you, Evan? Um, I said a tentative yes for the first three. I said a tentative no for these three. Um, I'm real, I'm real torn. Uh, come over here with me. Be rebellious. I'm fine being by myself. I am very used to it. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm definitely not dreading continuing to watch it 
So uh, I'm going to say, yeah, it's working. Hey, Ronnie. Great. Hey, hey yeah. Ronnie. Hey, Are yeah. These, all of them, all, all of the whole pile so far. This whole pile of episodes, uh, are they working for you? Yes, they are. I have decided that I'm I'm done being passive and I'm going to start being combative about how good this show <laughs> Ronnie's is. Ronnie's a clone high stand. Ronnie will go Fuck down. All this is the you. hill. This, this show. I love it. Yeah. This, this show is the hill rules. that Ronnie will die on. Yes, clone high is great. Other people think so. It's why I picked it because Twitter loves it. I love Twitter. I love the. I don't love Twitter. I love this show though. Twitter's a bad. Place. Twitter's a bad place. Twitter's bad. There's good people on it and good people who like this good show, Clone High. I am gonna go after we're done recording here and in my free time watch the next. We're gonna watch four episodes next because it's a 13 episode show. And Andy, you need. I am gonna. I am gonna feed you your broccoli. I am gonna make <laughs> you eat this whole pack of Clone High cigarettes until you like it. I guess oh, that's the, the opposite of what happens yeah, with cigarettes, um, but yeah. Okay. Enjoy it. <laughs> Damn it. I'll do my best. Enjoy it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Enjoy this show. Okay. I hope you love it. I hope you just giggle and crack up the entire time. God, Think so about Ronnie's mad. righteous indignation as you're watching it. Maybe I need to watch it with Ronnie. That probably would help. help I think yeah. I think any experience had with Ronnie improves the experience. I watched uh, these three by myself, you, so you two are just trying to make me all not mad by flattering me. Is I mean, working? I'm not. And it totally works. <laughs> I, I I was not even really mad. So, like we said, next next episode we're gonna watch four of these bad boys. Um, I I am gonna like give Andy homework for like, you know. I'm gonna, like a, like a like a, a study guide that teachers give you just to make sure that you're paying attention to the film in class or something or the book. Before we uh, before we wrap things up today, it's been a while, but we've got an iTunes review. <gasps> oh boy, a new one, a new friend, a wet hot iTunes mm-hmm. review. Mm. It's wet. It's hot. It's by Trey's horny boys. Is it the McElroy's? Uh, well, I mean, it's just their name. I'm sure it's not the Mac. That would be wild. Yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty be cool. Nuts. It's 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 by just Trey's horny boys. Um, what a great name! Their yeah. yeah, way to nab that. <laughs> yeah, to select it on iTunes. Um, and uh, the review says these are some good good boys. Five stars. I was trying to use my work time to catch up on the first Critical Role campaign, but instead. I'm catching up on ending pending. We got shorter episodes. We do we have do. shorter I, episodes. I was gonna say though, I, I'm I'm very pleased that we beat out Crit Roll on somebody's like roster because I have only just mm-hmm. started listening to Crit Roll and I'm very much enjoying it. So. Take that, Matt yeah. Mercer, you untalented slut. You can't do anything. Travis Willingham, you don't even have beautiful biceps and Do you even lift skates. Travis? Do you, you can't even, even lift, lift above Travis? ending pending? Oh man. Get out of here, Marissa Ray. Go home. Y'all are being very cruel to these folks who are just doing their best. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm sure our insults are really they're, they're, landing. They're piles of money. Right. <laughs> they're giant swath of 
of Kickstarter cash yeah, is, right. is really yeah, is really hurting right now. I'm sure they're rubbing it right on the wounds in their hearts. <laughs> Just stacks of $100 bills. Oh, no. The and Penny people don't like us. I guess I'll just go back to my very successful multifaceted career. No, they're the critical role people are great, and I respect that you're, they're great. you're working your way they're through fantastic. campaign one. Good shit. It's good um, shit. Trey's horny boys did say that uh they thought that see, here's the thing is that in the ending pending canon, uh Andy has taken a staunch anti-critical role stance. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Shit. I'm supposed to yeah, just like Critical yeah. Role. Uh, oh, Trey's man. Horny Boys said that they think that Drunk Dragon Age Andy would appreciate choosing us over uh, over Critical Role. I do. I'm very uh, honored. Trey's Horny Boy just says, thanks for the laughs while I shelve those books. You keep shelving those books. Make Hell sure yeah. you, uh, yeah. you administer that Dewey Decimal System correctly. Don't let us get in your head about it. Uh, Keep our libraries in order. 407.6412.9. I don't even, I I feel like I'm messing Trace Horny Boys up right now. (laughs) Messing them all up. I don't know anything. Libraries are an important cultural resource. Thank you for, I don't know if you're actually at a library, but whatever archive you are, uh, you are maintaining, uh, you're doing you're doing oh, important that's true. work, Trace Horny Boys. Trace Horny Boys, for that outstanding iTunes review, I'm going to bequeath a title for you, <gasps> which I haven't done in a while, but you are the yeah. uh, the master of lore for Ending Pendant. Ooh. Ooh. Master of lore. Very, very good. Is, very is that gender good. neutral? Because I don't know Trace Horny Boys' is, uh, pronouns, um, but master of lore, yeah, yeah think, that's gender neutral. I think a master of some, it's traditionally male, but not so much in the modern day anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's, Trace Horny Boys, neutral. master of lore, you, Hell yeah. welcome to the, the round table, the oblong table of pending pals. So we got the, we got the junk droid, and we got Sir Nee, and we got we master got Sir of nee. lore. Does Nate you have got... a title? Because Nate should have a title. Hmm. I think Nate does I forget? Nate's been tweeting a lot about um, Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes fucking and other queer ships from GI Joe, and I'm I'm all about it. <laughs> it's been it's been great content. If you're not following Nate on Twitter, the Nate Zone, I think we've got good friends of this of this show. We do. And we do. Trace Horny Boys, Trace Horny Boys, definitely not TM. Uh, welcome to the Pending Pals family. <laughs> if you want to become a Pending Pal, you can go over to iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a five-star rating, as those are the only ones we want. Do not give us negative feedback. I cannot handle it. Uh, be <laughs> you sure know where you can take your negative to... feedback? You can shove it up your ass with Clone High. I was... And Critical hey, Role. No! no! Wow! Follow us on Twitter at PendingPod. Follow us on Facebook at PendingPod. Follow us on Instagram at EndingPending. Give us an email, PendingPod at gmail.com. Be sure to uh, check out the other podcasts on the Lunar Light Studio Network. Uh, Shows like... Uh, Trans Questioning. Trans Questioning, which is a show about what it means to be transgender... Every week, Sarah Zedig talks about her transition, the news, and answers questions from listeners. It's good shit. It's got a goal of showing that trans and non-binary people all have different stories, and there, there's no, there is no 
no one right way to be trans. Catch it every Monday. It's a good show. Very happy to have it as a new show in the network. Also, Artificial Ghost Radio. They talk about music, and I like Miles' accent. I told him it's a last good accent. night that you oh, like his good. voice. Good, 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 good. good, good. I, I recorded with them last night, so I'm going to be on an episode shortly. Yeah. We went yeah. real long, a- and I got real drunk. Artificial Ghost Radio can be found on Lunar Light Studio every Saturday, so check them out. Great, great shows on our network. Uh, we are one of many. We are one of a, a beautiful commune. And uh, we, we are love to legion. support each other, and you can support us too. So be sure to check that out. Check us out on Lunar Light Studio. Check out uh, patreon.com slash Lunar Light HQ. Um, say hi to us on uh, Discord. Say hi to us on Discord. Catch what was some real just rough stuff that we cut out of this episode. Um <laughs> And uh, oh and, shit, uh, it's true. Yeah. It's true. It's all true. Uh, it's it's so it's true. true. All of it. The Jedi, the Force, everything. Han Solo and Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, we know. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell Pawn Shop Lou. Yeah, don't tell Pawn Shop Lou. Don't about tell him the, the not. Don't tell them about all the naughty things I said that are that are hidden from all y'all that aren't on Patreon. <laughs> Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.